Welcome, bienvenue to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is a show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Renth, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we're developing that help us manage our teams. Okay, so we had a game one of the ALCS, Texas versus Houston. There was a, a nice shutout. Rangers managed a shutout of the Astros. And will be the NLCS starts today or tomorrow or yesterday when you listen to this. But who cares? Because we're really bad at predicting what happens in the NL. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to us. Yeah, we, we cannot get it right. We cannot get it right. It is amazing. There, there's no point to us telling you what we think is going to happen in that series. It will be wrong. I My gut would be that Philadelphia is going to win and return to the World Series and then lose in dramatic fashion to the Astros. That's sort of what I was – that's sort of what I – I mean, if you were making the cosmic storyline, I think that's right. Uh, but Diamond Diamondbacks have been proved surprisingly resilient through these series. Yeah, um, and I, they do match up pretty yeah. well against Philadelphia. It's not a – they've got some decent starting pitching, and they can field the ball and they can hit the ball. It's, that's good. Good pattern here. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> like, they're good at baseball. What an idea. They're good at baseball. Uh, I Actually, I – Well, you know who wasn't? The Dodgers. <laughs> that that was stunning. I I did not – that was stunning. What – Yeah. What a collapse. I mean, what – do you think is it, was was any fraction of it morale? Like, you know, Clayton Kershaw gets just absolutely rocked in Game One, and you just like can't recover from this. Oh yeah, and you don't have Urias, <laughs> or um, I'm blanking on the the guy who was supposed to be the next ace. You know, out with Tommy John for the year. Gonsolin was yeah. who everybody expected him to be. Yeah, they had a, they had an absolute mess of a mess of a season. It, they, I mean, it just at the wrong time, you know. Q4. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they if were, you will, just everything hit the fan. They were functional during the rest of the season, and then the only time that it matters. I mean, this is, this is this always happens in baseball, right? We talk about this. I think every year that the ratio of playoff time to season is like crazily out of whack for baseball versus all other sports. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I, the, the original theory of the case was, hey, we have we have a really long season. Then we have a winner of each league, yep. right? You have a winner of the AL, you have a winner of the NL, and someone was like, "Why don't we play each other in the World Series?" And, and let's call it the World Series. Everybody was like, "Hey, that's a great idea. We're going to support everyone. Everyone in the AL is going to support everyone in the AL to beat the NL, <laughs> and everyone in the NL is going to support everyone in the AL to beat the the AL. They play each other. Ah, World Series. And then as time has gone on." This playoff thing has just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and more clusterfucky. So, and it just doesn't. I I don't know. It sort of doesn't really make sense how big it is for how long the season is. Yeah, but but I mean, what what is this statistical point? If you look at the four teams that are left, you got three ninety win teams and an eighty four win team, and the teams mm-hmm. that were knocked out were the, you know, the teams that were just knocked out were the hundred and four winner, win the hundred winner. Uh, well, who cares about the 87 game winner and the 101 game winner? I mean, you know, you're talking about 
like the teams that statistically demonstrated that they were better over the course of the regular season just got walloped in in the playoffs yeah because it's too the playoffs are too small yeah i mean just looking at this diamondbacks versus dodgers dodgers 100 wins diamondbacks 84 wins (laughs) right that's that's a big difference Mm -hmm. all right our main session today is going to be a test of how well michael remembers what happened 2023 fantasy baseball season this is not going to be good are you i can already tell you this is not going to be good but go ahead all right, we have 13 questions. Mm. Uh, Auspicious. We just had a Friday the 13th. It is going to start with five true-false questions. True-false questions. Okay. Let's just get into this. Let's see if I can get this to be formatted. All right. True-false. Marcel, Ozuna, Ardalis, Garcia, and Mookie Betts were all top 10 in home runs. So I, kn- I know Garcia was. Uh, I believe Betts was. And I my... Seeing this, my original gut feeling is Ozuna was not, even though no, he did come on strong at the end. All right, I'm going with I'm going with true. I'm going with true for all of them. Okay. For them. This is a score at the end situation. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not okay. gonna tell all you right, about to go. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. True false. Paul Sewold, David Bednar, and Rysel Iglesias were all top ten in saves. Uh, I mean I owned Sewold for a big chunk of this. He he did get a lot of saves to start. Was it enough to? I mean, this this is hard because you've given me three. So the question is, can I can I think of eight other guys who got more saves than them? I'm gonna go with false. One of these guys is not in the top ten. I and I okay. But yeah, and I'm, I'm just gonna stop there because <laughs> I don't want to give myself more options to be wrong. True false. True false. Hassan Kim, Willie Castro, and C.J. Abrams were all top ten in stolen bases. C.J. Abrams, fast. Top ten though. Top ten this year is north of thirty. Are you willing to give me the the number ten number for stolen bases? I'll give it to you at the end. I have recorded that. <laughs> uh, I'm fine. Two. I'll say yes. Uh, yes, you were correct. It's north of thirty. It's north of thirty. Yeah. And so just looking at these guys, I don't see how I. Uh, I don't see how C.J. Abrams got to 30, so I'm going to go with false. Okay. True, false. Mm. Dylan Cease, Blake mm. Snell, and Luis Castillo were top 10 in Ks. Mm. This is this is fun. This is fun because they're either guys that pitched a lot more innings than you expected, in the case of Blake Snell, <laughs> or they're guys that are real K guys. Cease was, man, Cease, Cease did not have a good season overall, I that would say. That is accurate. That is accurate. But he did, but his ratios were the problem. It wasn't wasn't exactly the case. No, I don't think Cease is top ten. I think Castillo, yes, even on, even not. I I I'd be surprised if Castillo got above 180 innings this year. I don't know. That's my my gut. My gut feeling is that Snell for sure. Snell Snell's like a Cy Young candidate. It would be crazy yeah. if he wasn't top ten in case. Castillo always been a K machine, so I'm okay with that. Cease bad season. I'm going with false here. A lot of All falses. Right. I don't like this though. A lot of falses. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one. I like that. I this is my favorite one of them. George Kirby, <laughs> Logan Gilbert, and Zach Wheeler were top ten in wins. I don't even I mean the top ten number for wins has gotta be twelve? Like the number ten number? Twelve or thirteen? It's hard to see how it's higher than that. It's a, it's a good it's a good guess. Multiple choice. The top twelve, this is tools, preseason yeah. pitcher. Had the following line: 193.2 uh, thirds innings, 10 wins, 200 Ks on the nose, 
Nice. 339 ERA, 107 whip. This Was is, it Max Freed, yeah. Corbin Burns, Shane Bieber, or you Darvish? To be clear, those are good numbers. Those are decent numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, I mean, from, from a fantasy, I, I mean, as we've talked about, in the top 12, you just don't want to F up <laughs> your pitcher. Right? Yeah. Your pitcher choice. Yeah. You so, cannot F up. Could it be Freed, though? Freed is a guy that, like, I just don't pay enough attention to. <laughs> I, I know. I know. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know I exactly know. what Freed had this year. It could be in this realm. I think it's Darvish, though. Darvish. Okay. Yeah. I, I will say, in coming up with the choices, it really was. There was always, I'd always have the player <laughs> and then the guy that's like, this is a guy that you, that I would have assumed this was. And then, it's in, and Max Freed was that yeah, person. Yeah. Max Fried was not it. Um, All right. Multiple choice. This top 12 tools preseason batter had the following line. Mm. 687 played appearances, 31 home runs, 108 um, RBIs, 98 runs, 31 stolen bases, and 254 average. So, I mean, the number that sticks out to me here, in addition to this being a 30-30 player, the, the number that sticks out to me here is the number of played appearances because that's, as we discussed last week that's quite high on the plate appearances it's it's high but that's not a number one right no 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 it's not number one because there were a chunk a handful of guys over 700 so i know and none of these guys are were in the top in the 700 range but ramirez i don't think bats close enough to the top of the i don't think it's ramirez because i don't think he gets close enough to the top of the order but he did come on strong at the end because all of these like 30 30 things are hampered by the fact that i wasn't paying as much attention to fantasy stats <laughs> in the last three weeks of the season so it's like yeah yeah it's just like you know we're paying attention to plate appearances right like for all the people that are not playing uh gut was swanson therefore i'm gonna say it's not swanson and i'm gonna go with bichette all right we got multiple choice this top 50 tools preseason batter had the following line 528 13 69 47 27 248 um the and and remember 69 is runs 47 is rbi yeah i know why you picked this is this just feels me feels mean go say the names and then i'll tj friedel tommy edmund ian happ george springer i don't believe friedel was a top 50 batter uh happ and springer i know were all three of these i believe were top 50 tools batters but Happen Springer actually returned some value. And to be clear, this is not value. <laughs> like, this is a problem at 528 PAs, which leads me to think that it's Tommy Edmund. I will say, I have no idea if Tommy, if, uh, if, uh, Friedel, T- what is it? TJ Friedel. I have no idea if Friedel is, it was top 50. I, I don't so think he was top right 50 was tools. TJ Friedel. Okay. Oh, this is a fun one. Multiple choice. This top 50 tools preseason pitcher had the following line 177 and two-thirds innings pitched 13 wins 187 k's 329 era 119 whip is it merrill kelly george kirby charlie morton or lance lynn yeah take lance lynn off uh say actually same thing same thing with charlie morton so then kirby versus kelly i ooh. This is like really close to I can give what you a hint. I I'll give you a hint on this one. No, no, this is this is Kelly. Before you give me the hint, I'm pretty sure this is Kelly. Okay. Now give me the hint. Before now give me the Oh, hint. it was not much of a hint. I was gonna say they both got thirteen wins. 
So don't try to oh, really? based oh. on wins. <laughs> they both got 13 wins. All right. Well, then then, then I'm going to go with Kelly. Oh, that, that makes you go with Kelly? Okay. All right. Well, was yeah, was that I, what you were? That's the thing I was waffling about, about for Kelly. Like 13 oh, wins. Kelly. Could he get 13 wins? <laughs> All right. This top 50 tools preseason batter had the following line. 640 plate appearances, 24 home runs, 85 runs, 85, 84 RBI, 12 stolen bases, and a 263 average. Is it Juan Soto, Xander Bogarts, Brian Reynolds, Paul Goldschmidt? So again, this has to be somebody close to this. This has 640 plate appearances. This has to be somebody who plays a lot. I probably top three in the batting order. Did Goldschmidt get to? Goldschmidt get to 12 stolen bases? I mean, it's it's funny when you give me all five of these, I can find one number for all of them, and I'm like, did he? <laughs> it doesn't seem right. I forget. Oh, you want to know something that shocked me that I had not realized? Yeah. Freddie Freeman had 23. Stolen bases? Yes. So I, Freddie Freeman had a great season. FYI on this was first baseman being speedy. But, yeah, I think this is one Soto. I think this is one Soto. All right. These are the, these are the tough ones. Okay. Oh, these are the fill-in-the-blanks. Uh, the blanks. Okay. okay. All right. Go. And for I it. might have to. I might have to give you a little bit of help here. No, let's see how it goes. Oh boy. Well, because fill in the blank. Blank ended the season as a top ten pitcher. He had the third lowest xFIP at three thirteen and the fourth lowest FIP at three oh one. Let me let me take let me take a wild guess and then put up wild the top ten and then give me the top ten and we'll go from there. Uh. Is Zach Gallen a top 10 pitcher? <laughs> he is, right? He is. Yes. Okay. He's yeah, yeah. named a top 10 pitcher. Okay. Here's here's the top 10. Shoy Otani, Garrett yeah. Cole, Spencer Strider, Blake Snell, Zach Gallen, Luis Castillo, Zach Eflin, Felix Batista, Devin Williams, and Kevin Gosman. Well, you know it's not Felix Batista and Devin yeah. Williams. So Yeah. And you already named Zach Gallen. Do you want to go with Zach Gallen? I, I don't. I don't. So I don't think this is any of the guys. I don't think this is any of the first four that you named. Is it, I, the ones that I'm like I'm looking at the ones at the bottom. I'm thinking about Eflin. Now I'm wondering about like Eflin versus Gossman. Gossman's Gossman's actual ERA was worse than this. So the question is, to me, is he better than that? Was were his underlying numbers? I think his underlying numbers are better than that. So I'm going to change to Kevin Gossman here. Kevin Gossman. Okay. Fill in the blank. The uh, blank ended the season between pitcher 20 and 30. He had a top 5K per 9 at 11.41 in an XERA 0.5 runs lower than his ERA. Who had who had crazy high Ks? But and that's and that so it's it's a guy that had really high Ks and that's what drove his value. I I don't know. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to hit me somehow here. You're gonna like these. Pablo Lopez, like <laughs> I do that. pitcher number twenty. Pablo Lopez Is he it just like rolls right off the tongue. Good for him. The twins ace. Uh, Pablo pitcher Lopez. number twenty. Yeah, perfect. Twenty-one. Corbin Burns. Twenty-two. Kodai Senga. Number twenty-three. Clayton Kershaw. Camilo Duvall. Freddie Peralta. Merrill Kelly. David Bednar. Sonny Gray. And Jesus Lazardo. So. It's got to be. He's a 2030 according to CBS. It's got to be it's got to be Freddie Peralta. He's the only guy that I can imagine getting above 11k per 9 in that list. Okay, this one this one's like the hardest cuz we I it we need to look at the advanced stats for 
Ooh, for nice. hitters to really ooh, know these ooh, numbers. Ooh. Blank ended the season with a 14th highest walk-to-K ratio. He had an isolated power of 1.92. And I will say that elite starts elite is at 200. So this yeah. is someone who's just shy of elite yeah. in terms of isolated power. And he w- ended the season between player 30 and 50 while having ADP outside of the top 200. So this is, I mean, this is, okay, so this is somebody who's known for their eye. Yes. But still has power. I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking for like a Joey Votto type. Mm-hmm. Am I looking for Joey Votto is the question. Because mm-hmm. he, I mean, I know he's way down there in ADP and he returned real value. I'm, I got to put Joey Votto in here. I, I don't, Joey Votto. I don't think it's him, but I think it's, a, I think it's a Joey Votto type. Okay, do you want me to list off? Votto is a pretty good guess. I don't know if he's actually. I'll tell you can you tell me? Is it, can you tell me that this guy is? Is this guy older or younger than thirty? I have no idea. Here, let me give oh, you. That's these. not good. Let Let me give you um, <laughs> okay. the players between thirty and fifty. Sure. Now you're gonna have to listen early here. I'm I'm listening tight. Nick listening Castellanos. Close. Ooh. C.J. Abrams, Randy Arozarena, Kyle Schwarber, Yandy Diaz. Hassung Kim, Gana Henderson, Alex Bregman, Jordan Alvarez, Kettle Marte, Bryson Stott, Paul Goldschmidt, Max Muncie, Glaber Torres, Aaron Judge, Spencer Steer, Justin Turner, TJ Friedel, Brian Reynolds, and Estuary Ruiz. I mean, it's really a question of like which one of those guys was drafted outside of 200. <laughs> um, yeah. Intriguing names on that list, I would say, to me were would be Bregman and then other guys that I just don't know anywhere near enough about like Spencer Steer. (laughs) I have no, I have no no freaking clue what his ISO, like I have no, I, I don't even have an archetype in my head for what Spencer Steer did. Yeah. But do you, I don't know what it, I wouldn't have an archetype for a guy who's 14th highest K to uh, walk to K and ISO of 192. I like, I, I don't have I don't have an archetype for that. I'm really I'm actually really curious what. Okay, so do, uh, so it's not Joey Votto. I, I'll, I'll I, 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 giving you a second guess. I inferred that from your from your He's statement. Giving uh, you a list that didn't. No, no, no give him. me uh, give me give me Bregman on that on that list, and then and then I'll try and figure out try and figure out why I'm wrong, and I'm at peace with that, obviously. Okay, well you want to you want to have a third guess because not Alex Bregman because no I don't want to have a third outside guess. The top. He was not outside of the top. He wasn't outside the top 200. No. Good for him. No. Give, give it a third guess. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know why I'm giving you Spencer so many Steer. guesses on this one. I don't know anything about Spencer Steer. That's like the other name that appealed to me. I can't. It's Ooh, hard Spencer to imagine. Spencer Steer. Okay. Let's do that. We're, we're going through scoring. Marcelo Zuna, Adalas Garcia, and Mookie Betts all were top 10. Um, Judge and Riley were 10th at 37. Yeah. And, I mean, I knew it was um, a monster number. Ozuna... Ozina had 40, Garcia had 39, and Betts had 38. Okay. All right, so you were wrong on the second one. Um, Paul Sewell, David Bednar, and Rysel Iglesias were all top 10 in saves. Huh. I actually assume that. that based on an earlier discussion we had where you're like, Rysel Iglesias, not good. And I'm like, well, he's a, top, he's a top 10 in terms of saves this year. Um, Hayter and Iglesias were 10th at 33 huh. in saves. Okay. Okay. Bad news continues for huh. you. Hassan Kim, Willie Castro, and C.J. Abrams were all top ten in really? stolen bases. Good for C.J. Abrams. 
yeah, I know nothing about C.J. Abrams either. Um, Top ten. Hmm. With I mean, other than wow, his movies. north of thirty. Hassan Kim, thirty-eight. Willie Castro, thirty-three, and C.J. Abrams, forty-seven. Wow. Willie Castro was tenth at thirty-three stolen base. All right, Dylan Cease, Blake Snell, and Luis Castillo were all top ten in case they were yep dylan cease had 214 so you were correct when you're reasoning this you're correct it was his ratios were terrible and he had no wins because this team is terrible so dylan cease at 214 blake snell 234 luis castillo 219 wheeler was 10th with 12 so my reasoning was right that still that cease was the lowest i just didn't have him calibrated to where he was at 10 okay do you have a chance to reconsider this one because we talked about george kirby and i gave you some information about that later on in the test no but you told me he's 13 so that's good okay okay let me see um george kirby logan gilbert and zach willow were all outside the top 10 really wins they all had 13 all right multiple choice uh this top 12 tools preseason pitcher had the following line 193 and two-thirds 10 wins, 200 Ks, 339 average, and 107 whip. Was it you, Darvish? No. It was Corbin Burns. That's Corbin Burns' line. That, man, that really changes the perspective because I was so down on Corbin Burns earlier. Um, yeah, he had a perfectly fine season, but if he, he was the number one, so I'll give you some numbers here. Corbin Burns, fantasy tools. We, call, we said he was a six starting pitcher. He should yeah. be a six starting pitcher off the board. Fantasy Pros had him number one, though, and he was pitcher number 21, as we sort of yeah. discussed a little yeah, bit yeah. earlier. So it didn't kill your team, but definitely did not help your team. I would rather have right. had him, though, than Sandy Alcantara. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, good good on us for being a little bit more circumspect with the ranking. Yeah. Number a little six bit more right. circumspect, but didn't really help. Okay. This top 12 tools Uh-oh. preseason batter had the following line, 687, 31, 108, 98, 31, 254. Was it Boba No, it was not because it was Francisco Lindor. No way. Lindor. I did not think that Lindor got to 687. You should have been patting yourself on the back because Francisco Lindor, we had him number 11. Mr. I don't want to draft him. He was no, Fantasy Tools number 11. Fantasy Pros had him number 22. What do you end the season at? Number 10 hitter. And hadn't we, hadn't that's we already- number 10 overall. Hadn't we already picked uh, a shortstop by that point? <laughs> you, <laughs> you were like, I really don't want him to fall. I really don't want him to fall. I really don't yeah. want him to fall. I don't want to have to have him. Yeah. And uh, you should have should have taken him. Um, okay. Just as a side note, I just looked. Boba Shett, five stolen bases. So that's ridiculous that I thought that. Yeah, he didn't steal because he was hurt all season. Yeah. Um, okay. This top 50 tools preseason batter had the following line, 528. 13, 69, 47, 27, 248. Tommy Edmund is correct. Ah, see, I mean, I knew I knew one of these had to be a you were wrong line. We, what do you mean you were wrong? <laughs> with our with the projections. I mean, this is bad, right? This is a bad line. Oh, yeah, we weren't alone. No, no. Okay, this top 50 tools preseason pitcher had the following line, 170. 18 and two thirds, 13 wins, 187 Ks, 329, 119 whip. Was it Merrill Kelly? It's got to be. Come on. You're goddamn right it was Merrill Kelly. <laughs> I think Zach Gallon still had more innings pitched this year, though, which, yeah. which was one of my key predictions. 
That's where we're off. Okay, this top 50 tools preseason. Oh, Merrill Kelly. So we had, where is it? Merrill Kelly. We had him 32. Fantasy Pros had him 90. 32 among pitchers. Yeah. That's not overall. It's among, uh, it's among pitchers. Fantasy Pros had him number 90 among pitchers. Ugh. He ended the season number 26 among, picture, among pitchers. 90 among pitchers is ridiculous for Merrill yeah, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. He's, not, he's not exciting, but he's not... 90th overall that feels crazy <laughs> this top 50 tools preseason batter had the following line 640 24 85 84 12 263 i you said one soto and that is incorrect Ooh. because it was mr brian reynolds i really didn't think i thought he was i thought i would have said brian reynolds right around 250 for average that's why i struck him from this list yeah, his average was a little bit low. Fantasy, and that's what we got wrong. Fantasy tools, we had him 38. Fantasy pros had him 45. CBS says that he was hitter 48 at the end of the season. So okay. we were we're a little higher than on him than we should have been, um, but not egregiously so. But fantasy pros got him basically right. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. Fill in the blank. Kevin Gosman ended the season as a top 10 pitcher. He had the third lowest XFIP 313 and fourth lowest FIP 301. That is not correct because that is Mr. Zach Eflin. Ah, well, so so I at least I at least narrowed it down correctly because Eflin was one of the other ones that I was interested in. Yeah, okay. That that's really gonna ah, it's really gonna affect how we draft Zach Eflin next year, isn't it? <laughs> Other than him being a Ray, like everything there screams yeah. we should like him and exactly. our model is going to love, love him. Our model's going to love him. Okay. Now, you said Freddie Peralta ended the season between pitcher 20 and 30. He had a top 5K per 9 at 11.41 in an XERA, 0.5 runs lower than his ERA. And you know what? You're correct. Really? It was Freddie Peralta. Yes. It is. Um, okay. So, Freddie Peralta. Don't, oh, don't shovel dirt on Freddie Peralta. Okay. And last but not least, uh, you said Spencer Steer ended the season with the 14th highest walk-to-K ratio, an ISO of 192. It was between player 30 and 50 while having ADP outside the top 200. Well, I've talked about this guy recently, and I think we might need to talk about him even more. It's Yandy Diaz. Yandy Diaz. I mean, we we did we literally talked about how Yandy Diaz was outside the top two hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I and when he flipped when he flipped past, I thought that doesn't seem right because I don't think he walked that much, but he did. Okay, good for Yandy. So you got four correct out of thirteen. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I I'm I'm most upset about the true falses. Everything else I feel okay about. I, Everything else I met I met peace with. The true falses. As soon uh, as you got your second one wrong in the true false, I was like, okay, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I, I think I think a lot. I mean, top line results. I think a lot of my reasoning was okay, but the like where it, so a lot of my relative sense was fine, but my absolute numbers were way off, way off. And this this always happens. This always happens. Like stop. You know, you check out for the last month or longer of the season, and boom, everyone's got totally different numbers than you thought. Yeah, I'm out of it for a little while, and everyone has delusions. <laughs> All right, let's make this short. I think that about brings us to the review session. One yepes. Let me just. I mean, if these these recent review sessions hit by pitch should have gone. 
on appropriately short. Sure. What what is there to say? Um, he's part he's part of the the St. Louis train wreck of the year, and he only got sixty five plate appearances, five runs, two home runs, one eighty three average. I mean, zero stolen bases. Did he? What was? What was? I didn't say his RBI number two. <laughs> Wait. So. Uh, both of his RBIs were from his home runs. Nice. Okay. So, uh, I, I mean, they brought him up. So he Why played... didn't they play him this year? It makes no sense. Their team is a dumpster fire. They play him for a day and then a month. They play him for May. And then they play him in late September. And that's it. Because their team was so good in June, July, and August that they, they had to. Not <laughs> I mean, is this play. a play? This is a playing time thing. Twenty five. They played him way more in twenty twenty two than they did in twenty twenty three. I will say that I wasn't. I was. Let's not. Let's not say excited, but intrigued by Wanya Pes. Yeah, I, I was too. Him and Lars Nupar. I yeah, don't know exactly. why they had to be mutually exclusive. Yeah, they had a lot Something. of guys that is. Oh well, then I guess you also have Paul Goldschmidt and uh, Nolan Arenado taking up space in the corners. <sighs> Is he? He's actually, but I think he's mostly going to play in the outfield. Is that right? Mm, we're talking about him in the first base club. <laughs> I, I know we are, but I think. But I'm just thinking about. I mean, yeah, he's not interesting as a first baseman. He's he's definitely not going to qualify as a first baseman next year, right? There's no way. So he qualified. He qualified as a first baseman coming into this year, mm-hmm. but he's not going to qualify. I'm pretty sure he's not going to qualify as a first yeah. baseman going into next year. So is there a point to talking about him in that context? Maybe not. <laughs> He's is he more or less valuable if he's outfielder instead of instead of first base? I think marg I'm marginally more likely to take a flyer on him if he's an outfielder. You'd rather him have dual eligibility. Well, of course, of course. What a step back! This is too bad. I mean, I really liked what I saw last year, um, where he had 274 plate appearances, 12 home runs. He batted 283, really low walk percent, 5.8, and a high K percentage, 22 grade. But ISO of 194, which we just said is pretty good. On base percentage, just under 300, though. Yeah, I, I you would have thought that he would have taken a, a step in the right direction, especially on a team with a whole lot of opportunity. I mean, it's interesting because they gave him – well, they didn't give him many shots, but when they did – I mean, listen to this lineup. He goes, he's fifth. He's batting Tommy Edmond, Paul Goldschmidt, Wilson Contreras, Nolan Arenado, Juan Yepes. That's a recipe for, like, you should get some RBIs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. In a vacuum, I would have said, like, that sounds quite good for RBIs. They they want him to. Batting, man, batting fifth. That's just great. And he just screwed up the opportunity this year. Yeah. I'll, I'll be really curious what they do with him. I mean, I'm looking at the... He's 25. It's hard to see why they would block him from coming up. But he's also a guy where it's like never quite know what the Cardinals are going to do. Maybe they'll just let him go this year. <laughs> like maybe he'll just like maybe he'll just like disappear from their team. I don't really know. Yeah. Well, I will say that Lars Nupar was better this year, right? If you wanted, to, if you're tracking this just plain as Lars versus one, uh-huh. yeah, of course, Lars won out. He was a little bit better. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's too bad. It's, it's not, honestly, there isn't much else to say. Like, I think. He's someone I'm still going to follow here. There's, yeah, there's he, a chance that he. Well, there's a chance. I don't know why they didn't trade Goldschmidt coming down the yeah. down the line. Trade Goldschmidt and. Um, 
And Arenado. Arenado. I, I think they still thought they were going to do it, right? They still thought they were going to be okay. Well, I think maybe they, they, they must just think that this was a step back. Next year, they'll be right back to 90 wins. Uh, maybe, but I mean, there are a lot of names on that team that don't inspire a ton of confidence. Not like, not like Yepes is, you know, like going to be a, some sort of silver bullet, but like, wh- what's Lars Newbar's career trajectory, do we think? It's not like, it's not a top 10 guy. And, oh, I don't we know. Just about, um, we just talked about Tommy Edmonds' problems. I don't, yeah, maybe Lars Newbar isn't a top 10 fantasy uh, guy, but I do think that he's going to be. He's quite a good fielder, right? He's, he's quite be a good fielder. He, that's, that is a, a big fielder. difference between him and Yapaz. Yapaz is not a good fielder. Yeah. His in his defense, uh, what is this defense? Fielding and positional adjustment combined um, above average. He was negative 9.8 in, uh, in 2022. And this year he was negative 3.1. So that is more a cardinal uh, sign is he got to be in the field like mcguire was even decent in the field right you yeah know? <laughs> serviceable but yeah i mean yeah yeah that okay you're right you're right i think i think there is so what we should look out for for Yupez next year is what happens with him and lars newtbar because i agree with you right now it seems like the cardinals are choosing between the two of them and you're also right that it's a fairly straightforward choice Lars Newbar. <laughs> it's fairly straightforward if you're talking about. I mean, where did he? He must have played in like left or right field, right? Lars Newbar, and he's yeah. His defensive score is two was two point six in twenty twenty two and one point five yeah. last year. So yeah, uh, one Yepes is a first baseman. If Goldschmidt is there, then he's not going to be at his natural position, and he's I, I, and I think that's uh, to his detriment. <laughs> That's a funny. It's a funny statement. Like, yeah, he is a first baseman. It's like the, yeah, I agree with that. The old Kyle Schwarber problem. Also, Lars Newbart plays center, by the way. Oh, does he? There you go. Mostly a lot of center. Yeah, because they that, got they've got the Tyler O'Neill and they've got the other guy who's um that that just outfield is just a mess. Yeah, a lot of guys that are four fifths away there. Anyways, okay, let's not talk about him anymore. Who are we doing next week? Talk about Joey Votto. Oh, great. Time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Fantasy Tools, Mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, Mind the Z. All I've got left is, worst luck to you, buddy. Worst of luck to you, too. Yeah!